Today on Murder They Spoke, we'll be discussing the Black Dahlia murder with Nancy, Olivia, Velma, and Harriet. On the morning of January 15, 1947, a mother and her child were taking a walk in Los Angeles when they came across the body of an, a young naked woman sliced in half at the waist. Imagine being a three-year-old and stumbling across your first dead body. Too young, man. Absolutely awful. Imagine all the therapy. (laughs) It's so expensive. (laughs) And also, like, it's like the 50s? 40s. The 40s, so, like, therapy wasn't even that good either. (laughs) (laughs) Before we cared about mental health. You know, it was like padded rooms and straitjackets, yeah. The horrible thing is the body was so white that they thought it was a mannequin. And the cut was so clean. They just thought it was a mannequin. And wasn't on the ground. Th- there was no blood at the scene of the crime. No, right? no yeah, whoever yeah. had done the murder completely drained this woman of her blood. So I think it's pretty obvious who did it. Vampires. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yes. So then she was killed somewhere else, and then she was brought. She was to this staged. Part. Yes, her hands were placed above her head in kind of a weird like. Yeah, it was just very strange and staged. So there's something probably significant about the location mm-hmm. where yep. she was placed. Did did the killer want her to be seen? Evidently. It was a, I believe it was a parking lot. I feel like you don't leave a body if you don't want it to exactly. be seen. <laughs> <laughs> this is very true. <laughs> so, background on... So her name was Elizabeth Short, and she was originally from Massachusetts. She moved to L.A. to be an actress, like you do. <laughs> and then um, her her photo turned up in the in the newspaper the next day, and they named her as the Black Dahlia. And it said that she she wore a lot of black clothes, so that's why she was called the Black Dahlia. Wasn't her hair also like jet black? She had jet black hair. Mm. Yeah, I think they could have been a bit more creative with that. <laughs> <laughs> So the media picked up this case pretty quickly, and so it was front page news for like mm-hmm. two months. Mm-hmm. It was a really big deal. Well, yeah, I bet just because the way she was murdered yeah, was so horrific, mm-hmm. you know, with like being cut in half and no blood on the scene. So like, how can you investigate this? It was if... probably unlike anything Los mm-hmm. Angeles had seen before. So originally the media pegged it as a werewolf murder. So not vampires, like you had originally thought. <laughs> no, sadly, we were wrong on that one. <laughs> Darn it. But why? Why, why was, was it? it called the werewolf? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. her body was so mutilated. Like, her face, when they cut it from ear to ear and sliced her body in half, they figured mm-hmm. that was enough. That's like why some joker. No? It's so gross. I, just... oh. <laughs> I was like, this happened. <laughs> I'm not it's real. This is real. This is real, man. That is so... So, like... Who are the suspects in this? So there were actually a lot of people claiming that they did it. Like, how many false allegations were there? I thought it was, like, upwards of 500. So it was pretty famous. confessions, not allegations. Oh, so yeah, confessions. People were just wanting to confess to this. Everyone wants their moment in the spotlight, So yeah, people, like Elizabeth Short, they wanted their moment in the sun. Such a crazy thing to claim, though. yeah. So bizarre. Just, like, weird how, like, the human brain wants to be. <laughs> <laughs> I'll confess to a murder any as attention. long as I'm famous. Yeah, any attention is good attention. Mm-hmm. Ugh, me. <laughs> any attention is good attention. <laughs> and so 
even though all these confessions were false, the detectives were taking whatever they could get because oh, there yeah. was next to no evidence. Because the case was so complex, the detectives um, originally looked into nearly everyone that even knew the Black Dahlia and considered her to be a suspect. And so by June of 1947, um, they had gone through and eliminated um, 75 suspects. But by December of 1948, they had considered a little under 200 suspects in total. And like we said earlier, so about 60 people confessed. But by the end, only 22 were considered viable suspects. And wasn't one of those people that confessed her roommate? Yeah. Yeah. So her last known roommate, they only lived together for three weeks. But she confessed and basically told the police that they were lovers. And then Elizabeth left her for another girl. So she got jealous and sliced her. That's such a weird way to get back at someone, to falsely confess to their murder. (laughs) I mean, maybe it wasn't false. Like, crazy ex-girlfriend is a real thing. Mm. That's true, but... (laughs) It's interesting that they didn't look into it anymore. They probably just dropped it. No, but that seems like a very valid reason. Mm -hmm. Like, the the motive is there. Motive is pretty Mm -hmm. real. But a hitman involved or something. The detectives were convinced, though, that... The murder had some sort of medical training just because of the precision mm-hmm. um, of the cut. So they actually, from the University of Southern California, USC, they got a list of all of their medical students, and the FBI looked at that. Imagine being accused, like looked at for a potential like murder suspect just because you're a medical student. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just trying to get like, my I'm degree. Trying to be a it's good hard person. enough as it is. <laughs> Here I am uh, being accused. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but actually, the first person suspected and arrested for the murder was not on that list. Um, his name was Robert Red Manley, and he was one of the last people to see Elizabeth alive. Wow. How do they know that? Like, they... This is like the 40s. So this Robert guy? Potentially lover? No, yeah, they were together. Having an affair. Oh my goodness. There's a <laughs> <Yeah>. lot of... <laughs> That's interesting. And actually, so Manley was discharged from the army because he had a mental disability. Mm-hmm. Like, nervous breakdowns and hallucinations. And his wife, actually, later ended up sending him to a hospital in 1954 because of his mental health. Hmm. So, potentially, they go to this hotel, an ordeal goes down, he goes ballistic, murders her. But why would he stage it in a parking lot? I don't get it. No, and also, would he have the training and the expertise to make those cuts? I feel like we're, fo- like, the police focus too much on, like, this is a really clean cut. Because, like, if anyone really, like, puts their mind to it, I bet they could make a I bet to drain the blood. Yeah, it's the blood, too. It's just so They It wouldn't have to just be, like, But why would doctors medicine? drain you from, like, drain your blood? Why would doctors, like, they'd know, but, like, would they really know that well that it'd be perfect? It almost makes me think it was some kind of, like, an experiment. Like, kind of a gross. Gone wrong. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> some cult. No, like, also, like, wouldn't, like, a taxidermist know how to, like, drain blood? Like, the fact that the detectives in this case, like, o- like kind of zeroed in, in on, like, medical, mm-hmm. human yeah, medical practitioners, like that's sketchy. Yeah, I their suspect pool too early. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But anyways, going back to Manley, so he, he actually ended up having an alibi mm. for those January 14th and the 15th because he passed two lie detector tests, which well, we all know are kind of sketchy so to kind begin of. with. So does he really have an alibi mm-hmm. at all? I don't know. <laughs> No. I don't know. 
So this Hodel guy? Yeah, he is probably one of the most interesting, and I would say, like, valid suspects. Right. Um, because even his own son, Steve Hodel, believes that he did it. His own son. His flesh and blood. That <laughs> must make Thanksgiving really awkward. Oh, <laughs> so actually, what made Steve, his son, really suspect him is after um, George Hodel's death, Steve was looking through some of his old things, and he found a photograph of a woman who looked suspiciously like the Black Dahlia. Mm-hmm. So, we don't know if it actually is. We don't Have know we for sure. The photo? I don't. I don't think Does that's available. But the other thing is, George was also a physician, mm-hmm. and the cuts on the body. Yeah, it was the only. So the cut on the Black Dahlia. Slicing there is the only way to cut the human body in two without breaking a bone. So either it was a doctor or someone just got really lucky. Super lucky. <laughs> well, I'm convinced. <laughs> it was him. So he was a pretty sketchy dude. And, and why is that, Harriet? Um, didn't he offer his own daughter to, like, his friends? He did indeed. Ooh. Not the best dad. Not the best guy. Possibly a murderer? <laughs> <laughs> might as well be. You know, might as well just throw one more thing on no, yeah. you. Like, Let's just throw him under the bus. Yeah, just, just, like... just get in there, run him over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But th- the thing with this is, you know, he was dead at the time when a lot of these allegations were coming out against him. And so you can't really get a confession from a dead man. You can't really put a dead man on trial. And because the case had been cold for so long and still is, it makes finding who actually did it really difficult. And really getting justice for Elizabeth. Does her family know about this? Her family's dead. Did their family well, know that she's dead? <laughs> no, like when she died. Like, was her family. I assume that they knew that she died. It was yeah. like national news. Because it was like such a famous murder. Got the call back in Massachusetts or whatever. Yeah. Now, not much commentary about the family. No, but yeah, I guess when their daughter like left for Los Angeles to go try and make it. Yeah, like how close can you really be? Yeah, especially in that time. Yeah, with very little communication. So it's looking like George wasn't actually dead when those allegations were coming out. There was probably a lot of cover-up going on, but George is quoted saying, Supposing I did kill the Black Dahlia. They can't prove it now. They can't talk to my secretary anymore because she's dead. It's a little sketchy to say that. Can we not blame him for two murders? (laughs) (laughs) Or more, possibly? Wasn't there another person murdered very similar to the Black Dahlia? That was, like, in a different part of the country, I think, though. Copycat, mayhap? I think it was just Mm. copycat. But in in my mind, George did it. (laughs) I think we can... Close the case? Right here? (laughs) Yeah. Officially unsolved? Unofficially? Solved. (laughs) 